welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol. I am your host, Cecil Xavier, and I am chilling out here with Shinzu. We are going to have just a good chill night of drinking and talking and catching up and talking and talking, chilling, catching up and talking and chilling, catching up, chilling and talking. (laughs) How you doing, guy? I'm doing well. I am tired, but I am doing well. I feel that. I feel that so much, dude. I went over, uh, I went to Michigan over the weekend. And uh, it was awesome. It was a great time. But holy hell, it was, uh, yeah, it, it, it was a flurry of just, trying to get things done how was your weekend man it was good i really didn't do much um yeah i really just didn't do anything for the most part so that was kind of nice the weather here is getting a little bit on the colder side so i was like i don't really feel like going out i feel that i feel that in my bones in my bones I was still also trying to get a bunch of stuff sorted because I started that new job. So I was kind of running around getting a bunch of stuff and trying to square a bunch of stuff away. Yeah, man. Tell me, tell me about this new job. Like, what are you doing? What's it about? It's pretty much exactly what I was doing beforehand. Um, and it's really funny because I, I was just actually driving by the place and I just happened to look over and I saw a sign. It's a brand new sign. I still have the plastic around it. And I was like, oddly enough, I wonder if they're hiring. So I went on their website, applied for the job, and I got an email, I think like a day later saying, we'd like to interview you. And I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Set up the interview date with them. Um, and it was like early in the morning. And I kind of stepped away from my current job because I was expecting to go the rest of this month without a job. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be out of a job for the entire month of October after the getting laid off. And then I'm probably going to get a job mid-November. So I was like, I can travel. I'll be able to have fun, travel, and you know, it'll be a good time. So the first interview goes well, really well, actually. And they're like, can you do a second interview later on? And I'm thinking like later on next week, you know, we'll schedule something, sit down. I have a bunch of interviews scheduled for the very next day. And they're like, no, no, would you like to do a second interview today, say like around one o'clock? And I was like, okay, sure, why not? So then I met uh, who would be like my supervisor slash lead and the manager of the department. And during the interview process, the guy kind of leans forward and he goes, so I just got one question for you. When can you start? And I felt really bad because the hiring manager hadn't really sat down and said, this is what the pay is. So like, they asked me, they're like, how much would it, how, what, what, what's your asking price? And I kind of slid it out across the table and they agreed to it. So I'm making, you know, good money at a place I just started at. So I'm pretty excited for that. It was actually like, it was on par with what I was making at my last job. So that's what I'm happy about. And it gives me a little bit breathing. It's a really relaxed atmosphere. And I actually, when I wake up in the morning, I don't dread having to go into work and be like, oh, it's going to be such a slog of a day. That's awesome, man, dude. I'm happy for you because I knew you were. I knew you were stressed out the uh, the last place. So yeah, awesome, it dude. was. It was that last place was incredibly stressful. It was also because you know I think a lot of that stress too was the fact that we were understaffed and went from being understaffed, like 
by by a good amount to being horrendously understaffed to not having anything to do because the merger just basically put everything on hold and then we all just got the notice that we're losing our jobs which the knowledge of the fact that you know oh i have all these bills i have to pay like i have a car bill i have to pay i have all these other bills i have to pay um i, I was really worried i was going to go through the entire amount of severance pay now i'm not even going to touch the severance pay which is awesome yeah dude that's awesome hey dude that's uh that's build a new computer pay then you could just thank your old job and say, hey, you just built me a new computer. You guys rock. Pretty much. I'm not going to go anything too extreme. Like, I was looking to update my um, my CPU, but then I I sat down and I looked down at the motherboard. I just built this PC, like, three years ago, and it currently has an i9 in it. So I don't really feel like buying another $500 i9 and redoing it. So I'm like, I'm just going to get a, a new computer case, a new graphics card, because I, I don't really see the need to get, like, you know, all the new stuff, like, consistently. Like, I know some people get new RAM, new graphics cards every year. I try to go, like, every three or four years, and then it's a major update. And eventually, I probably will replace, you know, the the CPU and the motherboard and the RAM with better versions of what, what is currently in here. But there's not a game I can't play on Ultra Settings that, this, that I have currently in my library. And I don't know what game is coming out that this game, that this rig still could not perform on Ultra on. Maybe nice. Resident Evil, um, because that required so much visual memory that, or sorry, virtual memory that it just uh, this card didn't have enough. I think total. I think the amount of RAM that game required to run at like one hundred percent was sixteen gigs of virtual memory. Oof. Yeah, that's a that's a rough. But hey, dude, you got a new job. That's awesome. Um, so now more importantly, what are you drinking good, sir? Well, since the podcast moved to the weekdays, I won't be drinking since I don't drink during the weekdays. Oh, I see how it is. I'm one of those lame people. Also, like, I think that that particular tradition kind of carries over from when we were in lockdown. Because I'd just be sitting around, looking around, I'd be looking at a bottle of scotch or bourbon and be like, you know what? Tonight's a good night. And I just put so much of that away that I'm like, I'm going through bottles of liquor and I'm like, it's a little on the pricey side. So I was like, I'm going to cut back and only drink on the weekends. And that saved me a lot of cash. Um, probably also saved my liver, I would imagine. But uh, yeah, I just kind of carry right. through. Well, that's awesome. Um, I mean, not awesome that you're not drinking, but uh, hey, conviction, conviction's awesome. But what are you drinking? I am drinking. See, I uh, it's fall, and uh, I use that as an excuse to just, you know, because I want to. Um, But it's fall, so I am drinking a good old ginger spice whiskey, and I'm just mixing it with some Coca-Cola because I think my – what's his face? My brain's melting. My thinking, my – apple cider went all wonky and went bad so i am drinking it with some coca-cola and it's nice it's just uh it's nice it's an easy drink like have you tried this ginger spice whiskey have i forced you to uh give it a shot no i don't think i've ever been in proximity of you when you've had it oh it's it's so good it's uh it's just it's smooth it's got a nice flavor to it it's just just so good um but yeah so i'm 
drinking some ginger spice whiskey, just chilling out, having a good time. Because, uh, man, life is stressful. It just is, man. It's just so stressful. It is. And I'm in a new apartment now, too. Since the last time I've been on the podcast, I'm in a, I'm in a new apartment. Mm. And uh, that kind of like? sucks. Uh, it kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, it, it's just like, I hate moving, man. Like, I hate moving. I hate the fact that I still have boxes that I have to unpack. Oh, actually, technically, no. I don't have to unpack. My roommate's got to unpack. I love my roommate, but there are still boxes here that are, like, in the living room, and I just want to be done with it. Like, I want to be, everything needs to go into storage or it needs to be in its proper place so we can start having people over because I won't have anyone over when I still have boxes everywhere. See, that sounds like an introvert's dream. That sounds like the exact reason not to unpack the boxes because you never have to have anybody over. I'm very much an extrovert. Like, I love hanging out with my friends. I love being with my friends. I love being social. And for, like, me, it drives me nuts because I'm also kind of a neat freak, too. So, like, I'm going into the living room, and there's just boxes everywhere. And I'm sitting there going, like, oh, my God, this is fine in the short term. But long term, it needs to change. Like, we need to have some sort of order here. So, in other words, what I'm hearing is you chose poorly on who to be a roommate with. Nah, I love my roommate. Like, we roomed once once before uh, together years ago when I first moved back to Vermont uh, after I moved in with my brother, and that was a disaster. But it was uh, it was fine back then. It's just there's a lot of things that are, like, externally kind of, like, we both work a lot, um, and there's just not a lot of motivation after a full work day to like keep pushing yourself to go even further. So it kind of falls to the wayside. I've actually started unboxing some of them myself and be like, Oh, this is all cooking stuff. And this is all bathroom stuff. And I'll just put it away. Not going to lie. That sounds rough, but, uh, nah, it's fine. Adult, adulting does suck. Yeah. Adulting is, uh, is kind of awful, but alcohol does help. And it is really a shame that the podcast moved to the weekdays because that means I'll be doing them sober and I hate this. I want to be able to drink. (laughs) I mean, you can, you can always, there's nothing stopping you from saying, well, you know what? I'm going to drink Wednesdays and Saturdays and that's it. I feel like that's kind of like a Batman never kill situation because it's easy. So oh, drinking yeah. during the weekdays is very easy, but I can't do it because once I cross that line. No, man. I got you. And nothing wrong with that. There's nothing at all wrong with that. No. Also, on the same time, even if this was technically on a Sunday, um, my friends and I take a yearly trip at the end in, uh, in October, mm-hmm. and we generally drink pretty heavily at this event. So we'll be drinking, or rather I will be drinking a lot. So at the moment, even though, even if this was on Sunday, we, I still wouldn't be drinking because I'll be drinking a fair amount at the end of this month. Oh, I feel you. I, um, I told you I went to Michigan. It was for Magnate's wedding and whoo, we, uh, it was two days of solid, solid drinking. Um, great time though. Cold, but great time. How was Michigan? Dude, it's actually the first time I've been to Michigan, like Michigan proper. And it, dude, it's upstate New York, Vermont. Like, like it's, it literally identical to that. It it was so weird. Um, because we were driving around and I'm just, I'm like, this is like 
driving through 95 right now. That's, that's exactly what this is. This isn't anything other than, or not 95, 87. Like this is literally just driving up 87. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. Nice rolling hills and uh, the lake, of course, there. That's, the lake's always nice. But yeah, it was just uh, it was a it was a really great time. Um, we played we stayed in a place called well, okay, locals refer to it as Traverse City, but it's spelled Traverse, like Traverse Town from Kingdom Hearts. So I kept calling it Traverse, and I kept seeing like somebody who was local there just kind of cringe every time I said it. So then I just started doing it on purpose. Oh, I got to tell you about this though, because uh, this was fun. Because you know. I'm Cecil, and I have to do things the Cecil way. I can't, uh, I can't not be me. So, while I was there, or while I was sitting up, I was asking Magnate what he wanted for his, uh, for his wedding. Because, you know, like, where's your registry or something like that? And he's just like, you know, no, you're, you're already doing so much. You're, you're coming up at the last minute because I didn't give you any time. He's, he's just like, so no, you don't have to get me anything. And I'm like, all right, butt plugs it is. So, of course, what does he do? He eggs me on, you know, because he's like, yeah, this guy is going to give me butt plugs for my wedding. Oh, little did he know. That's exactly what I was going to give him. Not only did I give him butt plugs, but I actually took said butt plugs and I put them in a plastic bag. And well, because, of course, I I jokingly said, you know, oh, man, I got to get these things through customs. How the hell am I going to do that? They're metal. So I give him. Uh, so I literally. <laughs> I give him a I give him a plastic Ziploc bag with these uh, with these butt plugs in them, but I dipped them in Nutella before I gave them to him. <laughs> uh, That's rude. That is just rude, dude. It was absolutely fantastic. I was going to. This is what I was gonna do. I was gonna give them to him during his wedding, like during the actual reception, and I was gonna go, "Hey, man," um, and I was gonna give him the bag, but it was only gonna have two of them in it, the two smaller ones. And I was going to say, hey, man, uh, there's three of them total, but, uh, you know, one's going to take a little while to get out. And then, like, by the end of the night, I was just going to give him it wrapped in toilet paper and Nutella. <laughs> really fuck with him. <laughs> but I didn't. My wife convinced me, no, give them to him before the wedding, before anybody's there. Give them to him at the, at the Airbnb because, you know, his wife won't get it. And this is the first time you're meeting his wife. Because your wife is saying. I don't know. I think that would have been like a good, hey, this is the kind of people I associate, just FYI, but we've locked it in, so you can't run away now. Exactly. Um, so I gave him to him then. And then he had, a, it was actually really, like, it was a fun, it was, as I said, it was cold uh, because it was Michigan and it was middle of October. But they had their ceremony outside on a private beach, and it was really awesome. It was a good time. Uh, they had their reception at a, God, what's the, I don't even know what the best way to describe it. It was like, it, it was a, I want to say it was a steakhouse. Like, that's the best way to describe it. I think it was a steakhouse is the best way to call it. Uh, but during the reception, they had a, they had these little Polaroid cameras and for something to remember everybody by, because it, it, it was it was weird too, like not weird, but it was different because it wasn't um, it wasn't like the traditional, you know, 
the entire families there. They had a very select group of people, um, which was really cool that, you know, one, I made that list and, and two, that everybody made it. But they had it at, uh, they had these little Polaroids and they wanted you to take selfies. Well, of course, I, I know Magnate from being online with them. So I really knew nobody who was there, uh, except for a few of the people that were at the bachelor party. So I'm literally introducing myself for the first time to all these different people. So when it came down to the end, they wanted to have selfies, you know, a whole bunch of selfies put into the, um, into this like collage of a book. And I said, all right, well, it was towards the end of the night. I went, I'm going to, I'm going to just go nuts. So I took this, I took the Polaroid cameras and I literally walked up to everybody, mostly people I didn't even know. And I was like, Hey, I'm Cecil. I'm going to do a gag for the, uh, for the book. So I'd smile and I'd take a selfie with them. And I went around and I did like that to everybody. And I filled up pages of their guest book with, uh, just pictures. And I had like two whole pages of just me taping pictures of me with selfies with other people and underneath or next to each one, I wrote, hi, I'm Cecil. Hi, I'm Cecil. Hi, I'm Cecil. And then on the last, the third page, I put one selfie of me and in big letters, I went, hi, I'm Cecil. So they've got like two pages of me with snapshots with everybody. And then like one big one of just, hi, I'm Cecil right at the end of it. So I was like, yeah, that'll be a good, that'll be a good final gag there reasons not to invite cecil to your parties and weddings i i did warn him i said hey look you know you don't want to bring me because all i'm gonna all i'm gonna bring you is all i'm gonna all i'm gonna leave you is memories and i told him that and you know what i left uh, i left a couple there it was a good time. Yeah, you certainly, you certainly did, and it sounds like you had a great time, which is amazing. Like, it's weddings are always like one of those places or one of those events where you either have a great time or you just kind of stand around watching things happen because you're not really part of it. Like, I've been to so many weddings where I went because I was either acting as the person's date at the time or I was invited because I knew one person that was involved in the wedding and I didn't know anyone else. And I generally just stood around doing absolutely nothing, just kind of watching things happen. Yeah. Those are always, um, those are always a little bit more interesting where you don't quite know anybody or you've got to kind of, <clears throat> you got to kind of like make things happen. But that's like, so I always, I really always considered myself more of an introvert than an extrovert. Turns out that I am an extrovert. <laughs> Um, cause I would always, you know, I, I always felt that I was kind of like re- really played things, you know, low key, um, didn't really try to bother people and stuff like that. But, uh, then I, uh, then I went to this, pl- then I went to this wedding and I realized that, oh no, I'm, I'm an extrovert <laughs> compared to everybody here. I'm an extrovert. So I had a, uh, I had a really, really fun time. And that's what, you know, like when you go to a wedding, it's just, it's one of those things of you kind of. You kind of just gotta like let it go, just let it happen. You know, I can't be afraid of uh, can't be afraid of. Well, who's this person? Or are they gonna like me? Or, geez, I don't know this person. What's gonna happen here? You know, just just let her rip. And I guess I'm pretty good at that. No, you've always been pretty good at kind of meshing with whatever group you're with. Yeah, it's just it's just fun to do. Just fun. Just have fun. That's the thing. Just have fun. No, I refuse. No fun. No, you have to. Just have fun. Nope, no just, fun. Just just do it. 
Just do it. Nope. Do I it. don't want it. Don't want it. Don't want it. Can't have it. Do no it. fun. Just do it. Do it. Well, um, next, uh, we're completely blown by everything here, but uh, next segment, State of Games. State of Games is where we talk about what we've been playing for the last week. Or we pontificate of how we feel gaming is in general. So, I'll give you my state of games because I've been playing actually a ton of stuff. And I'm pretty excited because I've been playing a ton of stuff. Uh, I'm actually currently playing Vampire Survivor because they've done a bunch of updates to this game. And I haven't, uh, literally haven't played any of them. So I figured now would be a good time for me to try to jump in play some of that. I've been playing a game called, ooh, now I'm going to forget the name of it, so I'm going to look it up quick. Because I'm a horrible human being, yeah. Let me click, 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 yeah. Oh, I was playing Aliens Fireteam Elite. I was playing that with Wolf the other night. That's, uh, that they've added some stuff to that. That's made that fun. I've been playing a game called The Ascent. It's kind of a cyberpunk, isometric shoot 'em up game. It's fun. It's interesting. Uh, Final Fantasy VI. I'm playing a bunch of that. And an, a game that I started, I jumped into that I'm really enjoying is a game called Tunic. Uh, that game is... Oh, man. Um, the best way I could describe it is old school Legend of Zelda. Like, do you remember the old school Legend of Zelda where you didn't know anything? Like, you... You you had no information on what to do. You just randomly started walking around and doing stuff. And then you just figured out the game. Like, that's what this is. Only that's what this is to, like, the nth degree. Because not only do you not know anything, you're literally picking up pages to a manual. And that manual is how to play the game. Like, I didn't learn... I didn't learn how to do, uh, there's this like shield maneuver where you roll and strike. No, not shield maneuver. It's a sword maneuver where you roll and then strike. I didn't even know that existed until I got that page of the book. And I'm like, what the hell is that? So everything you pick up is in a different language and you can't understand half of it. <laughs> like, this is awesome. It's got a very, it's got, a, it's very heavily on exploration and figuring out, you know, what's happening and what's going on and, and making it all work. Um, it's worth a play if you haven't. It's only like, I think it's only like 30 bucks. It's not expensive at all. That's not bad. I mean, for a game like that, that definitely would be worth just popping in and seeing how it goes. Yeah, it's, if you haven't played it, it's worth, uh, it's worth a shot. It's worth a playthrough at least once. Uh, but what's your study games there, man? Uh, I honestly haven't really been playing too much. I kept meaning to get, sorry, I keep meaning to get back into like streaming the games I'm playing, but with everything that's been happening, I just really haven't had time to kind of like play games. But now that things are quieting down, I started getting back into Destiny 2 with some friends because, of course, I keep getting dragged back into that game. Um, and they're currently doing their, uh, their Halloween. Festival of the Lost. Yeah, they're doing the Festival of the Lost. And eh, it's really repetitive, but. It's mindless fun. Like hop in, play like three rounds of the haunt with uh, with my friends, and then I just kind of like go off and do my own thing. But um, 
I've been trying to get back in. I still have to play and beat uh, Mortuary Assistant. And then I also want to get, because they have a game coming out next month that's that spiritual successor to Dead Space. And I can't remember the, I can't remember the name of the game. Like Gemini Protocol or something like that? Something like that, yeah. And Made, I'm, made I'm by the same developers, I think. Or the same programmers or something. They may have something to do with it. Um, I know PUBG's involved somehow, and it kind of made me less excited for the game, but I still want to see how the game comes out. And then I also saw that they're redoing uh, Dead Space and re-releasing Dead Space again for yes. 2023. And I'm I'm tempering my expectations on that one, but I'm super excited for that. There's a couple other games like um, I really do need to be- beat and go through my backlog of games, um, which I keep saying that, but I'll probably and I'll probably never do, but I do want to. Uh, and then I also need to get um, Elden Ring still. But I need to play Sekiro Shadows Die twice and beat that one first. Because I have to beat that game first before I move on from anything else from From Software. Yeah, so I... Uh, you can you can keep all the Souls-like games that you want. So I'm not going to play any of those. Uh, Dead Space, the new Dead Space, I am so frigging excited for. You, like mind-numbingly excited for i've been looking at stills and shots of it side by side with the original and dude i'm drinking the kool-aid like if it's when once it becomes pre-order time i'm pre-ordering it i don't care i I, like i hate pre-ordering but i love dead space and i am hopeful this isn't an expectation this is a hope i'm hoping that they learn from dead space 3 and how they did the online co-op and they're going to make online co-op like that. Because, dude, dude, seriously, if they do, like, just for a second, I want you to imagine you're going through the Ishimura as Isaac Clark. And then I going next to you, I'm somebody else going through the Ishimura as well. like dude and if they played it just like they did the og you know the the original um part three where you see stuff i don't i see stuff you don't and all weird stuff like that right there that's the shit now i don't expect it if it shows up i will be pleasantly surprised but my expectation is not going to be there but man if it was like can you imagine that for just a second it will be terrifying and awesome at the same time. And I hope they do it that way. We'll see what happens. Um, it would be amazing if they did it that way, though. Dude, I would have the biggest scare boner ever. I agree. I would probably be not wanting to play and then have to work the very next day because I would not sleep at all. Oh, I would yeah. just be, yeah. I'd be calling in sick. I'd, I'd, yeah. Seriously, I'd just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm not coming in today. Like, what's wrong? I didn't sleep at all. Oh, man, are you feeling okay? Uh, no, I mean, other than not sleeping, you know, I'm not, I'm not dying or anything. I'm just, uh, yeah, like, that happened. Yeah, man, like, I'm so excited for that. And I'm hoping, and this is one of my hopes, I'm hoping that they they don't make just a full-on scene-for-scene remake of the first. 
I hope that they take some poetic license and, you know, change some stuff around, make some things new, make some things better. Because, like, the, the original Dead Space is good. Don't get me wrong. It's a great game. But it's just like when they redid um, Resident Evil. Like, the OG Resident Evil was a good, fun game. It had a lot of nostalgia to it. But when they did the remake for GameCube, holy shit. Like, that's that was a game. It was. I didn't. I didn't like some of the aspects of that game. Um, of the new one or the old one? Of the new one. Like I didn't like how Mister X followed you incessantly for so long. Like I just felt like that kind of took away from how you saw in him. The, like in the in Resident Evil or Resident Evil Two. Sorry, Resident Evil Two. Sorry, Resident oh, Evil Two. Okay, I okay. Clarify. You know, I was talking about the OG Resident Evil compared to um, the GameCube remake. I loved GameCube remake though. It was a shot for shot, but I love the GameCube remake. Well, so like that's the best thing is that the GameCube remake was not a shot for shot of the OG um, Resident Evil that came out for PlayStation. Wasn't it? I kind of was. Oh no, dude! They they added stuff. They put in. They like there was so much stuff that they added to that game that made that really fleshed it out. Like there's there's the one. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly it is. It's one of the back corners. I think it's where Rebecca, where you first meet Rebecca, and she's like hidden in that closet, and she sprays you with first aid spray. Like it's gonna kill you. Um, but it's like where you first meet her, and. There's, uh, like, when you meet her, there, there, like, that whole hallway just seemed, I don't know, like it was missing something. Like, like, like there was something supposed to be there in that hallway, and they just didn't do it. Um, but then in the remake, they had that whole hallway. It goes out super long. It had that piece of armor that chased you down it. Like, it was what it was supposed to be. Like, it full-on felt like it was supposed to be. Yeah, I, they I don't remember. It's such a long time ago that I don't remember it. Oh, God, yeah. There, as I say, it, there was so much added to that game, and, and it was a welcome, welcome ad. At least I felt it was a welcome, welcome ad. Um, I'm sure there are people there out there that'll be like, no, fucking suck. You suck for liking it. And I'll be like, yeah, whatever. I guess I suck. But yeah, the Resident Evil 2 remake, I definitely, I, I I agree with you that it was annoying that Mr. X followed you everywhere you went. Like, and I understand what they were trying to do. They were trying to build that angst so that it, it was harder to explore. But that was one of the things I really liked about Resident Evil. I'm So, I don't know about you, but I really enjoy exploration in video games. Like, I, I do kinda, too. I, I love the, the, just the getting lost in the immersion of just playing like i don't know i mean i also liked in resident evil going back and looking at the lore too like just going through every room and trying to find like every little piece of letter that they had and communications and it was just really annoying because i got to the point in time in that game where i'm like do i really want to go and explore this area because he's just going to follow me and it's going to suck I know after a while he stops following you, but I just felt like, you know, when we were kids and like, he like punches through the wall that terrifies you. Like, you're like, oh my God. And this time around, I'm just like, this guy again. Well, yeah. Like I think they were trying to recapture that, you know, that, 
that feeling of angst of where, you know, you're like, oh, my God, the guy busted through the wall. I'm In the original, you expected it to happen. Like, once you be- went through that once, you're like, oh, well, he's going to bust through this wall. So, you, you kind of got out of the – you got out of the scare. I think they were trying to keep it, I don't know, maybe replayable. Or it's like, oh, man, if we if we keep having him chase around, he could just show up anywhere and this will be like – this will freak him out. I don't think they thought it through and were like, oh, this is going to get annoying. Like, people are just going to be genuinely wanting to just explore. And they can't. <laughs> It was kind of like when they did Breath of the Wild, and I was like, yeah, it's going to be great. Let me explore. Your weapons have durability, and they'll break as soon as you pick them up. And I'm like, oh, so exploring as much as I want is going to be kind of tedious, because now I have to get continues to keep getting new weapons, and this is going to suck. I don't know. I don't, those things were basically make the game more of a drag than anything else to play, I think, really subtract from the enjoyability of it. And I, I know the developers and their plan, like, this is going to be great, but they obviously don't think things through. And they're like, well, I mean, after 15 hours of gameplay or after a few hours, is it still going to be great or is it still going to be like, eh? Because if they really wanted to do it uh, a little differently, they could have just had it so that way Mr. X did different things each playthrough you played. Like, he slightly altered what he did, slightly altered where he appears. You know, maybe one playthrough he kicks down the door, comes in and slaps you. Maybe another one he comes through the wall. It's something they could do if they really wanted to. But Yeah, yeah definitely. And and I think it just I think it boils down to a lot what, uh, you know, they're – Every every game developer has got to or is is trying to extend the game time. You know they they want to make sure that if you're playing, you're getting what you feel is you know your your money's worth. And I mean, plenty of people do it. Destiny does it. You know they're they're trying to make sure that you feel like you're getting your money's worth. But it's a you know it's a slog on a lot of that. The grind is just it's painful at times. Just how how much you got to slog through it and yeah you know it, it does extend the game time but you're right there's just so many different ways that you could extend it without artificially extending it that it's just like when how what is it like rng Jesus, where you just you you make certain weapons blocked behind rng and it just becomes i don't know it painful trying to uh you know, trying to slog through and get all those different weapons that you want. But I, I just setting the record clear, uh, Bungie, a.k.a. Destiny 2, does not care whether or not you feel whether or not you got your full pay out of it. Like, they, from the very get-go, like, they're all about that grind. They're just, it's just really weird how they have their play set up right now because it almost feels like it's pay to win, except there really is no win in that game but everything you everything you do like is just they just come at you want more money and then they take away they're not going to anymore but i want to preface this with they did agree that they're no longer going to archive stuff but the level progression is off the minute you get back into the game it's a grind right from day one and it's just bad oh dude, i know it's, I it's a grind a lot it's a grind on every, it's not even just day one. It's a grind for every single one. Like you start playing the game, you could, they release new content. It's a grind to get back to that content. The next week rolls around, they release a weapon. It's a grind to get to that weapon. Festival of the Lost. It's a grind to complete the quest for Festival of the Lost. Um, not that it's like, not that it's bad. I, I actually, I think the Festival of the Lost is really cool and fun and 
and whatnot. Um, Unless you played it last year, then it's literally the same thing. Well, I mean, the Festival of Lost is just the Festival of Lost. It's, it's just like the uh, the Christmas one where it's – what the hell they call it? They need Not to celebrate festival. Festivus. They need to celebrate what? Festivus. The errands of grievances. <laughs> I don't think that they could ma- they could muster that because that would be that would be horrendous. I mean, it'd be hilarious, but it'd be horrendous. Yeah, they definitely wouldn't survive that at all. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. They would not make it. Um, there's a new Star Ocean coming out. I just saw that before we started the show. I'm pretty excited about that. That's awesome. Um, did you ever play Star Oceans? Any of the Star no, Oceans? No, I never played that, unfortunately. So I, I'm a bad person when it comes to that. Oh, it's not a bad person. I just some people played them, some people didn't. Um, Star Ocean was a good. It was. It wasn't as good as like Xenogears, but it was. A, it was a good sci-fi RPG. Um, and there weren't a lot of great sci-fi RPGs out there. Like I'm trying to think off the top of my head some great mm-hmm. sci-fi RPGs, and I'm actually coming up blank. What are some good sci-fi RPGs? There we go. There's the question. I mean, I know I've played some really good sci-fi RPGs, but I am drawing a blank. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not, I'm, I can't come up with a single one right now. Come on, there's got okay. Th- th- this is impossible. We got to be able to come up with some sci-fi RPGs, like Chrono Trigger. Crow Trigger is definitely a science fiction RPG. Yep. And it was good. Like uh, all the, unfortunately, it's like, I'm going to say like all the other ones, you know, uh, Secret of Evermore, which I actually beat recently. Uh, well, not recently, like a few months ago. And then uh, Secret of Mana, those ones, any of the Final Fantasies, Borderlands, Dishonored. I, li- I, I like the Dishonored series, uh, although I, I gave myself a hernia playing that one. I went through the first time I played through Dishonored and Dishonored 2, I went through without being seen and no blood spilled. And it was a drain on my soul. <laughs> Sorry to laugh. I, I I've actually never played Dishonored. Um, I don't know that Dishonored does that count. That's more of like a first person adventure, Morden. I mean, you kind of gain. Th- it might fall into like that, but I it's kind of RPG ish because things you do in the game make the outcome different, and you do kind of level up. All right, I'll, I'll say RPG elements like Skyrim. Skyrim, I call like a first-person RPG because that is just that is full-on like in your face. I am an RPG. I mean, I'm going to read through a list here. So the Outer Worlds, yeah. uh, Outer Worlds, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the uh, that's the made by Zero the, Dawn. They were made by Obsidian, right? Outer Worlds. Shadowrun Returns, uh, I guess Fallout New Vegas. Is that really Eve a sci-fi? Online. I mean, technically, I guess the Fallout e- series could be considered sci-fi because it is does involve aliens. I'll, uh, I'll give I'll give Eve Online. Yeah, Deuce X, Deus Ex. Deus that X, is definitely sorry. science fiction. Deuce, Deuce X, <laughs> System <laughs> Shock Two, uh, Chrono Trigger is on the list. Earthbound. 
Earth. I can't oh, believe there I was aliens. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was aliens. Uh, Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. That would definitely be sci-fi. Yeah, why could that we not think of game. any I, of these? Honestly, I think we're just both tired. Like, and also Mass Effect Two. Like, oh, I think God, we're just both Mass exhausted. How, yeah. how do we not come up with Mass Effect? I do, I'm going to blame the fact that we're both off coming off work and we just haven't had enough enemas for the day. I guess. I guess it's time to butt chug some whiskey. Oh, great! He's getting the boofing going. Hey, gotta make it happen like the captain. You can't leave a man behind. Leave no um, boof behind. God, there has there really has been some fantastic uh, RPG or sci-fi RPGs. Like, damn, I can't believe I fucking forgot uh, those. Like, that's fortunately not recently, for the most part. Uh, no, there really like, hasn't been any memorable games that come out recently. Like, it drives me crazy that like when I think about what is like the best game that's come out recently? And I, I have to like sit there and mull over like what games did come out recently that I actually managed to buy. Like if I go, let me actually just, I'm going to open up my steam library right now. And I can't even remember. I think the last game I bought was, uh, was mortuary assistant. And before that, I'm pretty sure it was a Carol. Like it's been, I don't buy games much anymore because they just don't come out. So, I guess I got to ask this question. When you say no good games have come out, are you referring to like triple A titles or? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad way to phrase that. Um, Games that I've personally been interested in playing. Now there have been games come out like Nintendo switch does have a lot of RPGs and a lot of games. I do want to play for it, but I don't have a switch. Um, There are games that came out for, uh, PlayStation that I really want to play, but I don't own a PlayStation or PlayStation Five. Um, there have been no Xbox games that have come out that I wanted to play. Yeah, so that, my, that's been a shame. Like I, I yeah. really like I don't know what like Xbox is really just holding steady that Game Pass is going to be the thing that sustains them. And pretty I'm much, really, I'm really disappointed in this, like in this maneuver. And the the one thing too that I, th- I found was really funny is that when I moved to this new apartment. Uh, my roommate has an Xbox One X, and I was just like, "Oh, cool!" But then I realized I wasn't going to play my Xbox anyway because I I haven't like I I was one of those people that got an Xbox um, shortly after. I still have my Halo Edition green Xbox, the translucent mm-hmm. green one. Oh yeah, I still have that. And I, w- I would get the Xbox 360, then I get the special edition Xbox 360, then I get the uh, X, you know, the Xbox that came after that special edition version of that Xbox, and I would keep investing in it. But then, like when the Xbox came out last, I was like, this isn't, it's not. I, there's just nothing. I didn't like the layout of it. It was just really clunky and weird. You're and about then, the X? like, yeah, the X. And then um, it's really hard. They don't like name it like Xbox 360. Oh, yeah. The one that came after Xbox 360, right? That was the oh, Xbox no, one Xbox one. Thank you. Xbox one. Because now the now it's called Series X out the name calling of these things. I don't even track it. That's how little I care about it now. Because I was all about Xbox. I was a total Xbox. Yeah, dude, you, you 100% yeah. were like you were like, yeah, Xbox or go home. It's like, yeah, pretty right. much. I was like, everyone's like, yeah, you want to play PlayStation? I was like, Sony, Sony. So I was totally about it and then like i realized that there's no good games coming out for it anymore so i stopped playing it and then we moved and i realized i don't need my xbox because i don't play it anymore so then like i just 
put it on a shelf and now it's just sitting on a shelf crying because it's not plugged in. My roommate's like, yeah, just sign into the, my Xbox uh, with your, with your sign in ID. And I'm like, there's no point because I'm never going to play anything on it. Like, I think the last time I actually logged in and played on my Xbox, I was playing, um, I was playing Castlevania symphony of the night. Oh, great game. Like wonderful play game. Something, play that game. Yeah, and then I swapped off to that one and I started playing uh, Call of Cthulhu too, because I happened to have that game on that Xbox as well. But that was it, and they weren't even like they weren't even like titles that were specifically meant for Xbox. They're just older games that they have ports of. So yeah, that was it. And then like now I'm thinking to myself, oh, what's a game that's exclusive to Xbox that I have to make? I have to have this, and I can't think of any at all. That's a shame, man, dude. Because like. I've said this before, and uh, and I still hold by it. Like, I love to listen to people. Like, even if they're talking trash about something else, I love to hear people, and I love to listen to people who are passionate about whatever it may be. And dude, you were you were passionate about Xbox. Like, you you were like, yes, I have drank the Kool Aid. I am passionate. And like, you would you would diss Sony. You would you would diss everything else and be like Xbox or go home. And I always love listening to it because it's like, yeah, man, that's passion right there. Like, I, I can get behind that because that gets me fired up. Like, you hear somebody else who's like that fired up, and you're like, yeah, I'm fired up now. This is awesome, dude. I just because back then, like back when I was so up Microsoft's butt that I, I was totally like an Apple fanboy. Like, I was like, you can say nothing that would sway me away from Microsoft. Like, they come out, they dropped Halo, and I loved halo like i remember going to every single midnight release of a halo game or halo 1 halo 2 halo 3 halo reach halo wars and then getting like the top tier i'm gonna come home with a master chief helmet kind of bs and i was like this is this is it like i loved it the fact that like you could the blade setup they had for the xbox like 360 that is still my favorite ui for any console i've seen I don't know if you remember that blade setup where you basically go through I blades. I do. I do remember the blades. Um, yeah, I, I and you actually could play ended music up. Uh, too. Yeah, I took. Uh, I took my Xbox Xbox One installed XMBC on it, and I, I just I, re- I remember that I literally set it up with those blades so that I could play it because I loved the way that looked. It just it looked so sleek. It looked hot. I loved it. But now I'm looking at a list of I'm gonna I'm gonna read off a list of games that are coming out for Xbox in October, and you tell me if any of these are of any interest to you, or if you've even heard of them. Um, so we have Dakar Desert Rally, Overwatch Two, No More Heroes Three, Astrigus, Curse of the Stars. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Uh, Lego Brick Tales, The Last. Auric Crew? Man, I'm so bad at pronouncing things. <laughs> Dragon Ball The Breakers, NHL 23, Nickelodeon Kart Racers 3, Slime Speedway, PGA Tour, Scorn, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed, uh, Plague Tale Requiem, Them's Fightin' Herds, Norco, Warhammer 4000, Gotham Knights, New Tales from the Borderlands, Persona 5 Royal, Saturnalia, Signalis, Star Ocean, The Divine Force, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, 
Resident Evil Village Shadows of Rose DLC Gunfire Reborn. So there was a couple in there. The uh, Dragon Ball Z Breakers I'm interested in. I don't think that technically counts because that's not really an exclusive. So you could play that on uh, Sony as well. PlayStation as well. Like, there, was there any Xbox original titles or Xbox uh, only games in there? I don't, I don't know which ones were just Xbox only on there. I don't think there's a single one. Here's November's releases uh, WRC Generations, Humankind, Sonic Frontiers, Saint Qatar, uh, uh, Goat Simulator 3. Uh, Dark Pictures Anthology, The Devil in Me. Sorry, there was an ad that popped up and pushed everything down. I lost my so, place. So The Devil in Me, I will probably buy on every system I own, only because I love supermassive games, and I will give them money. Like, I will throw money at them. And then we have uh, Evil West, Just Dance 2023 Edition, which I know you're going to buy. And then uh, oh, of course. Flight yeah, Simulator 40th Anniversary. Uh, I don't know what The Devil in Me is. What's that oh. one about? H.H. Holmes, The Murder Hotel? Yeah, I don't know. Is, oh, there, yeah. is it like a game series? or It's 40 um, so, bucks. I'll probably so, buy that too for Steam though. So the Dark Picture Anthologies is a... Um, so do you ever watch the old horror movie anthologies where it's uh, it's like literally... God, it's it's it's, it's they're like short stories, but they're horrors. You ever you ever seen those? Like where they're like um there was a there was a movie called The Black Cat, and it had a whole bunch of oh or or Tales from the Crypt. Tales, I was gonna say Tales from the Crypt. Tales um, from the Crypt. Uh, Tales yeah. from the Dark Side. All were like just anthologies where where you you you. You literally got a whole bunch of short stories. Um, and that's what the dark picture anthologies are. It's literally, it's it's told from the perspective of a guy called the curator. And the curator is literally telling you, like, hey, here's all the things that happened. This is, you know, you're you're playing it from this angle. And, like, you, you it's, so did you ever play um, Until Dawn? Or any of the Telltale series, like uh, Undead. I played the one for, yeah, I played the Walking Dead series on that one. And then I also, there was another one too I played. I just can't remember the name. Uh, It should be like uh, Wolf Among Us or Batman Arkham something. I think it was the Wolf Among Us. So the, the Dark Picture Anthologies, basically all the supermassive games are played like that. They're inter- I call them interactive interactive stories. That's that's what I call them. Because they're they're interactive stories. Like that's just what they are. They're interactive stories. Um you know, you play <laughs> that's the you play interactively. You 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 have quick time events. You're choosing what happens. It's kind of like your choose your own adventure. You have such a way with words. Um, it's well, it's hard to describe without like calling it something that's already there. Like, like it's a, it's a choose your own adventure. You can do different things in it that, like the the different active the different things that you can pull off in it, all happen to be you know they're they're narrative driven, so they're all story driven, and I don't know, it's just they're super fun. 
Uh, and the Callisto Protocol, of course, is coming out in 2022. Or, Callisto sorry. Protocol, thank you. Yeah, it's coming out in December 2022. So it is coming out. And I am absolutely very interested in that particular game. Um, I am, once again, I know we, we mentioned that PUBG also had a little bit of a, a say in how that game goes. So I'm a little, I'm kind of tempering my expectations on that one, but they might do a really good job. But I'm definitely, and then the following month, of course, in January 2023, Dead Space is coming out. Yes. So I'm definitely getting that one. I'm sad to see that the, the, the protocol game is single player only. So, so there will be. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt because the original Dead Space was single player only. And in per- be perfectly honest, I'm expect I'm expecting this new Dead Space that comes out to be single player only. Like, it is. I just checked. It's single player only. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully expecting it to be single player only. And while I'm sad, it's single player only. It's not like I'm not going. Oh man, like. I was I was totally expecting it to not be single player. Now it's single player. That sucks. No, I I was expecting it to be, and I'm okay with it being. I'd like them to add in that multiplayer because goddamn would that be effing boss. I mean, I'm assuming they will. If this does well enough, they'll probably continue the series. I and hope so. It already looks like it already looks pretty terrifying. I just hope they do the because uh, one thing I, I did notice that when you're playing the game, the grates that the enemies jump out of they always like slightly different colored because they're animated. So they're slightly different colored from the rest of it. You can always tell when they're going to come out versus when they're not going to. Mm. And I just noticed I need to pick up that game too. And it's on sale because my friend plays a game called hunt showdown. Oh dude, I have that. If you want to play, let me know. I'm down. Yeah, I probably definitely will. I'm not going to pick it up today because I need to, I need to pay bills first, but definitely will absolutely pick up that game probably friday because i just noticed on sale half off yeah. too dude yeah like i'm a- totally down we'll, well bear in mind even though the game's half off there's a bunch of dlcs for different characters yeah it looks like uh the platinum bundle which has by the platinum we'll save 23 it's a buy the deluxe bundle and has a bunch of dlcs for characters and that's 31 dollars. so that's still like more than acceptable for gaming budgets as it goes Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to minimize my Steam or else I'm going to basically just break out my wallet and start buying shit. <laughs> I mean, it's not, the, it's not the worst thing to do. I mean, for me, it is. Like, I'll be like, oh, I want this game. Let me add this game to my backlog. Let me buy this game, too. Let me go check to see what Humble Bundle has. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, Which I'm actually going to do right now. Humble Bundle is a great game purchasing service with a twist. You get to also uh, you also get to donate to charity simultaneously. It's like a dream come true. And look at that. What do we actually have for Humble Bundle? Yeah, what's that on Humble Bundle? Uh, it looks like they have featured as Mortal Kombat 2 Ultimate Bundle. Uh, what are the gaming bundles? Let's see. Games for bundles here. Uh, they have Melee Mayhem, Baldur's Gate, and Beyond. Let's take a look at what uh, Payday 2 Ultimate Score is all about. Oh, that's literally got, like, Payday with every Payday um, DLC. Like, 
it's literally every payday DLC that you can get. My God. Oh my God, that's so much. That's so much DLC. Jeez, right? crow. What about the melee bundle? What's that one all about? Oh, that's just a bunch of literally just a bunch of games that have. Uh, yeah, it's like Mortal Kombat and stuff. Yeah, not bad. Like just Kombat. just no, a lot no, of Mortal no, Kombat. I think my speed would be more the Baldur's Gate one. It's got Neverwinter Nights. Yeah, dude. Oh, like dude, I, I used to play that. You remember when I used to play Ultima Online? I put more hours in Neverwinter Nights than I did Ultima Online. Dude, I play Ultima I Online all the time. I would still play Ultima Online now, and it's still out. Like you can still play it. It's just like nineteen bucks a month, and I'm not paying nineteen bucks a month. Oh, I just play in free servers if I do play. Like I, I popped into one of the servers I used to play on, and my character's still there. And I have a bunch of like old rare stuff too that you can't get anymore because they sunset at that stuff. Oh, yeah, no, there's a I, list. I, there's a list of free servers you can you can bounce onto. And yeah, play. The, I, but the the problem with the free shards is that they they are technically illegal and they can be shut down so that's why i don't play out of anymore yeah, that's very true uh it's really surprising that they even care at this point in time because the game like i can't imagine that game having much more time left and it's and it's saying i should probably actually check that out see if the the one i plan is even there i would say if you're gonna google google how many how what the player base is for uh for ultima online I can do that, yeah. Is it really twenty dollars a month too? Yeah, it's still twenty bucks a month, man. Isn't Ooh, that wild? So the dis- the subscribers for Ultima Online was about two hundred in twenty twenty uh, in. March of 2020, it was 261,000, or basically 261.5K. 261,000 people? Yeah, 261,000 people were playing that. And with, Holy uh, shit. With, at one point in time, about 5,000 active players at once. So not a ton, but honestly, you do the math, and that's that's still a lot of, of scratch. Dude, that's a, a lot that of people, is, yeah. man. That's a ton of people. That's Holy nowhere crap. near World of Warcraft, but yeah, I get you. I get you. I I will put money that if you take the cumulative number of players year to year for World of Warcraft, and you take the cumulative number of players for Ultima Online, I think Ultima Online because Ultima Online's been out for a lot longer than than WoW. I I, yeah, I bet you 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 put you get a run for your money. I can't believe I'm actually downloading the client for that now. <laughs> Dude, I seriously would still play that game. Actually, I, th- I think I was still playing. It didn't even download. <laughs> I'm guessing that the site is so old. Oh, my God, it is. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, I forgot it's owned by EA. I thought Sony had it. No, I'm just. I went to this uh, or EA slash Origin. This game is now part of that group. So Sony may have had it at one point in time, but yeah, I thought SOE had that. Yeah, that is uh, that is unfortunate. Which basically means that um, yeah, I know we're not we're not doing that. But yeah, it's definitely a weird on that one because I'm trying to like 
trying to download it. Classic client. There we go. And it took me to the EA page, and I was going to download a hundred different things at once. Huh. Well, it's still still alive. I wonder how the free shards work with it now, then. I remember at one point in time, you had to stop at a specific update, because if you downloaded the latest stuff, they were always operating like two or three DLCs behind. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it was one of those things. They might, I, I don't know, I'm going to try it and see what happens. We'll see. Got another MMO that I played the hell out of was uh, Star Wars Galaxies. Yeah. That I mean, was, uh, it, it, that was one I never the, got into, but it was not the best. It really was not, but I loved playing that game, well, especially once they did the uh, release to light the jump to light speed was the name of it. Where you could actually get uh, what's his faces? Um, the my brain is melting. Where you could where you could build off you could build uh, ships. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I cannot remember what it is. I never, I never, uh, I never played it myself. Oh well, is it, I mean I know you just said that there isn't, but. Are, is there is there any game that you are looking forward to? I mean, just the ones that we listed out, the Callisto Protocol, which I didn't even know was coming out until you pointed it out, and I was like, oh, yeah, I do want that game. And then Dead Space, that's really it. Um, there like, are games for the Nintendo Switch that I do want, but I'm also, like, at this point in time, I don't even know if I want a Switch because, yeah, it's fun for all intents and purposes, and maybe that's just, you know, maybe I'm just getting older and, and I'm losing sight of what those sorts of things are meant for. But, like, I really want Nintendo to make something along the lines of a Steam Deck. I just think they could make it better. I don't know, man. Like, have you played with the Steam Deck yet? No, I haven't had the opportunity to. Dude, I, I'm... I Okay. I full-on, when I bought the Steam Deck, I bought it with the assumption I was buying a piece of trash, but I was buying it because like most everything else, the first iteration of whatever it is always sucks. And then it's the next one that they really nail it. Like just friggin' knock it out of the park. Like I'll give you a, for instance, PlayStation, the original PlayStation. It wasn't really that good. Like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, my God, this is the best thing in the world. It's the first jump into three. It was really not a great game. But the PlayStation 2, or game, game system, sorry. But the PlayStation 2, now that was a great freaking console. Like, hands down, that was a great console. Um, So that's why I was I was fully expecting the Steam Deck to be an utter piece of garbage. And then when I got it, I play it a lot. Like I, I went uh, I went to Michigan. I was using it in Michigan. Last time I went up to New York, 
I played the entire uh, latest uh, expedition for No Man's Sky off of it. I mean, I really use it a lot, surprisingly more than I thought I would. And it's really it's it's like for the price point that you have now for for the price of it and the pound for pound um you know dollar per per game you play I mean it really like dude it plays Elden Ring It does it plays Elden Ring I was not ex- I was I was not expecting a handheld device to play Elden Ring at all let alone as well as it does just I don't know. Blew my mind, man. Blew my fucking mind for like five minutes before it crashes because the battery's empty, right? No, the battery. So the battery lasts a couple of hours. Um, the bat the the battery life is, is probably the worst part of the whole system, but still, it lasts a couple of hours. And if you get like if you go get a, a forty five watt battery pack with just a USB to U- or USB C to USB C on it. That's what I do, and that's what I did when I was like on the train and stuff. I literally just plugged the battery pack into it, and it gave an extra couple of hours right out of that just having that battery pack plugged in. So, I mean, yeah, the battery is a little rough, but still, you're getting a couple of hours of good gameplay out of it. Like, I, I'm just super impressed on what what we got. Not to mention that they've got the. Uh, Oh, what the hell is it called? Uh, where, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Do I have it? Oh, RetroArch. You literally have RetroArch that they released on Steam that's already configured perfectly for the Steam Deck. So you take all of your old ROMs, you throw them on your Steam Deck, and you literally can play all of your old ROMs on the Steam Deck. It's, it's just an awesome device. And I don't... I honestly... I, I don't know if Nintendo could do a better job. Like, I'd like to, I'd hope that they could, but I don't know that they could. I really don't. Valve did a very impressive job to me for for what the device is. I really, as I said, I so was expecting a lot worse, and I was blown away. I, I'm going to have to mess with it now. I know a friend of mine bought it, and he got the dock that turns it into a laptop, which is really cool. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even get that. I didn't even know they were – I was saying Valve's not selling that yet. No, I think it's a third-party thing. Oh, okay, yeah. I was going to say, because you literally – like, I can plug in a, USB, a USB-C dock or port replicator, and I can stream from my Steam Deck up to my 4K monitor. Now, you want to know something that's really going to blow your mind, though? You can plug in your Oculus or your uh, MetaQuest 2 into your Steam Deck and use VR off your Steam Deck. That's insane. I I don't know. Like, I really do want a handheld, and I might ultimately end up getting a Steam Deck. But I'm really kind of hoping that Nintendo comes out with, like, a Switch Pro, which is what I want. Something that has good battery life you know balanced battery life to performance obviously but some that does have good battery life and can play the games i want like if nintendo announced that they were going to go back and be like hey we're going to add in all the old snes nes games uh and super nintendo games to our library working on adding almost all the ones we can like if they get final fantasy 6 on there um you know secret of evermore secret of mana series i'd be down on that like i would go out and buy one tomorrow 
Well, you could get all of that on your Steam Deck. All of those you just described, you can play on your Steam yeah. Deck today. And Nintendo, so I'm going to give you, I'm definitely going to give you that. Nintendo's got, like, I know the Switch lasts, I want to say, like, six hours. Um, I want to say, like, I, I think I've only ever gotten four hours out of mine, but I think it can last as long as six. But I'm looking at the Steam Deck page right now. And it says, I mean, it's quoting that the battery can last anywhere from two to six hours or two to eight hours. So I guess depending on the game you're playing, probably and what depending on, you on the game to. and the brightness, yeah. But you can get some good playtime out of it. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to kind of getting my hands on one and seeing if I want to actually buy it or not. But it'll all be in the future. The first things first is updating this rig. Um, I'm, I don't know. I, I kind of want to sit on uh, the Zotac or Zotac or however you want to pronounce that graphics card company. I know that 3090 Ti is on sale and it's for a good mm. price, but I, I might want to wait for my choice card was an MSI gaming trio. It's the one I currently have now, uh, just the 2080 version of it. And I really like it. It's been, it's been a solid graphics card. Oh yeah. You know, at the same time, with the 4090 series come out, the boat anchors, those are going to be... Um, I don't Dude. know if NVIDIA is even releasing uh, the 3080s and 3090 Ti's. It just well, seems like you can't find them anymore. Well, and that's, that's the thing. Like, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the cards that are going on sale now, and I'm thinking to myself, with the 4090 coming out, there's going to be very little reason for them to continue making. So if you get to find a good deal on it now, I think... Like, that's why... Now this is not a gripe. This is not. This is not being me being upset because I'm not. I'm way more happy that I went to uh, went to a wedding, but I was going to use that money to buy parts. So I spent that body money. Body parts to, or gaming yeah, parts? Yeah, yeah, bo- body parts. Body parts. Dude, I'm a necromancer, what, uh, of course. What were you going to buy, uh, graphics card wise? So I was going to go for a thirty ninety. Like that's what I was aiming for. Uh, like either a thirty eighty Ti I'm or a thirty ninety. Um, yeah, I'm gonna get a thirty ninety. I preferably want a thirty ninety Ti just so I'm good for like the next five years. But I went to Michigan instead. Which, if it, it, hands down, if it came up again and I was in the same situation, I would go to Michigan again. Michigan again in a heartbeat. Like, but because I went to Michigan, I'm now not buying parts right now. So I'm trying to save up a little bit of money. I'm going to see if I can. Hopefully, I'm going to save up, and I'm going to be able to. Uh, there's still going to be some of those specific gaming um, uh, video cards on sale. Because if I upgrade my video card, I'm going to upgrade my chip and my MOBO at the same time. Because I'm still running the t- uh, the 1950 Threadripper that I made back in 2017. Now, granted, uh. this thing has still been rocking everything that I've been playing. Um, so I have no gripes whatsoever. I mean, this thing has been a workhorse, but I think it's time to retire it and just make it my, uh, you know, it's with its 16 or how many courses this thing have? That's 16 or 32, 32 cores. Yeah. So this with its 32 cores, I could turn this into a virtual box and have it run in all sorts of other stuff in my house than, uh. Than having it just being my everyday rig. I'm really sad I missed because I totally forgot Prime Day was here. That uh, that Zotac Gaming 
3090 Ti was 999 on Prime Day. Dude. Or Prime Day 2, whatever. So, like, right now, I think it's like $149 more. So that's eleven forty nine right now. That's that's still not bad, man. Like, it's that's not still a bad a price. price. Yeah, I'm also kicking myself in the head because uh, the gaming trail one I was talking about, like that was on sale for eight hundred and some odd dollars, and I was like, I'll wait, I'll pick it up tomorrow. And then I went by and I looked down and I said they were like sold out, and I was like, damn it, I really should not have stepped. I keep doing that. I keep finding a really good deal. I'll be like, I'll sit on it. Let me think about it overnight because I don't yeah, know. Like man. I have this reservation of spending that much money on a graphics card. I remember back when I used to blow like no more than two fifty on a graphics card, and still it was a decent graphics card. Dude, I remember back in the day where I would I would go to tournaments and play and win at tournaments to win my computer parts because I had no money. So I literally would go and play in tournaments and win all different parts for my computer. Like that's how I got my first. Uh, God, it was a six. It was a sixty eight hundred GT. I think was the card. And it was like NVIDIA's top card at the time. And I won that. And that, that held me for years. That held me for almost a decade. You're invoking was, memories of us uh, at your place drinking and playing Diablo 2. Dude. Do you, uh, oh, you don't have a... Uh, do you have Diablo 3? Yeah. I got Diablo 3. Oh, uh, oh dude. Yeah, we should, uh, we should totally play that. I just picked it back up because it was uh, 19 bucks. It's 19 bucks right now for the ethereal version or whatever on uh playstation so i picked that up so i could have it on playstation as well is it cross-platform enabled can you play no i also I have, have it on my pc i also have it on my oh, pc oh okay, so. okay i have it on yeah, pc like, like i don't have the latest uh i don't have the latest uh expansion back for it because i just haven't played it in years i think the latest um, expansion was uh, the necromancer like that yeah was that it. was it that was it i don't have necromancer i should probably see if it's on sale to say but, the necromancer like he's he's fun or she's fun or whatever the hell that is but uh like it's fun but it's just the early game the necromancer makes super easy it's like the witch doctor like it just it's stupid easy but then it's the later game builds are like get tough like the like the power scaling doesn't necessarily work right now uh it does add a little bit to the storyline right I, I think the necromancer is only a character, so you get a storyline uh, for the necromancer, but that's it. Ooh, so, I, mean, I think it was fourteen. Yeah, I think it's fourteen bucks. Like with, when it's not on sale, I bought it, but that's because it's Diablo, and I'm gonna get it anyways. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm just trying to figure out. It's uh, the internal collection is thirty nine ninety nine. Battle chest is twenty nine ninety nine. Um. I thought you had Diablo Looking 3. For it. Oh, there you go. Uh, the expansions is Reaper of Souls is still 20 bucks. No, uh, so you get Reaper of Souls is 20 bucks, and then the Necromancer is fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. Oh, f- uh, 15 So I, I was right with the 14 I just yeah. forgot the 99 Yeah, so like I still have to get Reaper of Souls. I'm pretty sure we can still play together. Um, we just can't do any of the missions that are specifically to Reaper of Souls. Okay. Well, re- honestly, Reaper of Souls is worth it. Reaper of Souls is the actual story expansion, and that's worth it. Yeah, I'll pick it up. I haven't played it. And I, it might be something nice to play outside of that. I, I'll get back into it. Um, I, know, I know you saw me sent me an invite to play uh, Aliens yesterday, and I kept sorry I missed it. I didn't see it at all. But uh, we should definitely make like a day. To, to play games and of course Dude. i'm pretty busy until after november because i'm going on vacation next week and so we should probably sit down thursday's D 
we'll sit down and like hash out like a game night. We can just kind of sit down. Yeah, dude, game. we do. We do just have to figure really out a do. game night. Even if we're just like play games during the podcast, we're like, ah, oh, no, that's that's good. That's going to be the podcast this week. We're just playing a game. Yeah, we should probably do that one week and just say like, hey, we're going to be playing Diablo three and commenting about it and, and whatnot. I have to play it in window mode, but yeah, no, we surely should. We keep talking about how we need to sit down, and play some games together, and then we just I never know, do. I know, I know. <laughs> well, dude, it's because adulting is so freaking hard. You uh, yeah, adulting you've is schedule awful out on so many everything. levels. You've got it like, you're like, well, I'm doing this this time. I'm doing and then when you have like a kid involved, like I love my daughter, but I do so much stuff with her. And it's like nuts. Holy crap. There is a Silent Hill 2 remake. Whole, is that coming out or is whole, that available? Whole, hold on one moment. You've got to look at this. I am pasting it right now. I'm already pulling it up. That's TBA. I don't care. I do not care. I know. You've got to I know look at where this. you're going to be losing your. You know. I know exactly. You better bring your brown pants to that one, my friend. Dude, brown pants? Are you kidding me? I'm going to strap an Oculus on my face and play this until I like. You're going to find me like one of those people that were died in the ring. Just if they even have VR enabled. Oh, I'll figure out a way to do it, dude. Dude, this looks amazing. Like, this looks like they got in touch with Capcom and they're like, hey, dude, how did you do Resident Evil? Because we want to do that. Oh, god damn. Yes. Yes. Yeah, 100% yes. Really 1,000% yes. I just added it to my wish list. Me too. Dead by Daylight's on sale. <laughs> Oh, I play. Yeah, I think I've gotten every Dead by Day. Oh, actually, no. There's like two expansions I haven't gotten. I like that game, but man, I just get so much flack for playing it every time I do. Oh, dude, you know another game too. Uh, like we keep talking about, my roommate and I were talking about sitting down and playing Seven Days to Die again because. Oh God! Of course, I'll play that. But like we're like we we we've chosen three servers to play with. Uh, we used to play with our friend John on a server as well. And uh, they keep closing the servers down, so we're like, we just need to get a dedicated server going, and then just have they're it not, keep running. They're not that much. I think they're like like eight or ten bucks a month. Like, yeah, it's not, not that, that much at all. No, and if you really wanted to, you could also locally host too. There is that possibility. I do have a friend that does that, and that, I'm just like, eh. honestly, the amount of energy and everything that you're paying for just to keep that thing running, it's it's almost more cost. It's, it, it's actually yeah. it actually is more cost effective to just rent a server somewhere else because really let them deal with the infrastructure and then you don't have to worry about like oh man my internet went down or somebody buzzing you and being like hey can you turn the server back on or hey can you restart the server because it's not doing this now it's all remote it does nightly restarts like just it takes care of everything for you yeah it would be better just to do that oh dude if you if you do that let me know because I would not only be interested in playing that with you guys, but I would even chip in for uh, for hosting. All right. Well, well, when he comes back, he uh, went on vacation, and unfortunately, while he was on vacation, he got COVID. So he's oh. staying at his parents' house right now because he doesn't want to come home and give give it to me. And I had a scare recently too because uh, I play D and D every Thursdays, and our friend uh, who hosts it got COVID. And we're not sure if they had COVID that day or if they got COVID 
sometime later and if they had it were they contagious so far i feel fine and i've been negative i've been testing like every day and i've been negative every day so i'm crossing my fingers that i just avoided it because i'm also going on vacation because if i get sick i'm not going on vacation next week it's five days so if it's been five days and you've tested negative then you're you're negative yeah, it's been five days, and I've been testing negative. Um, they, I guess the gestation period can be up to 10 days, but that's like an old CDC guideline. It's really, It was really hard trying to find like the most accurate, up-to-date information. I, I'm, I'm very confident if after five days you've tested and you're testing negative after five days, you, are not, you have not contracted it. Uh, especially with the strains that are happening now and how quickly they're acting um if after five days you're that not testing true. positive you're good yeah and i don't you, have any of the pcr tests i just have the antigen tests but yeah that'll yep, be fine they've been they've been testing negative my last test um i'm gonna be testing i was i'm testing every other day now just to be on the safe side and then um i'll be testing every day starting on sunday because i go on thursday for vacation and i want to make sure I don't get it at all. I almost wanted to tell my workplace, my new workplace, that I can't come in at all that week because I'm going to be out on vacation and I don't want to get sick right before going to vacation. Uh, dude, but, like, I know people who've done that. They've been like, I'm going on vacation next week, so I'm working from the house this week. Yeah, I don't have the option, unfortunately, for the first 90 days to work from home. But, like, yeah, in the future when I do work from home or if I do have that option, I'll be like, yeah, so, guys, I go on vacation. So I'm going to be going and working remotely from home. We're also pretty certain that if I ever got COVID, it would be an ugly sight to see. Dude, like, uh, and this is not a pissing contest. And Everybody who suffers with COVID, it sucks. I, I feel for you. When I got COVID, like, I've been – like, I don't normally get sick. But when I do get sick, I get sick. I kid you not, man. It took me, I would rest in bed for eight hours just so I could have enough energy to get up, go to the bathroom, fill my water jug, and then go back to bed. And it was like probably three or four days where I was like that. It was terrible. See, the oh. last time I had the flu, it sent me to the hospital, and which was not a pleasant. My roommate thought I was going to die, and I was just like, yeah, can you imagine what happened if I got COVID? My, and, uh, my wife yeah. said multiple times, you should go to the hospital. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm just – I'm not well. I just need to rest. And like when I finally started considering going to the hospital is when we got an oximeter at the house because I was coughing a lot, and I was, I was like gasping for breath. And we got an oximeter, and my oximeter said my O2 stats were in the 80s. And my daughter, my wife was like, you need to go to the hospital now. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. Let's wait for tomorrow. And then the next day, I was back into the 90s. But that means that I had been in the 80s for however the hell knows how long. Yeah, that definitely doesn't sound pleasant. Oh, dude. And I definitely rough. don't want it. I, I don't even know how I've escaped it as long as I did. I know I've been working from home for the better part of, like, you know, since the pandemic started. But I've been staying out of out of really crowded areas i haven't been to a bar like an actual bar bar since 2019 wow yeah i just haven't gone because i I know the minute i go well i you know colleges are all over this place so like the kids go and they don't care oh no they they like there is there is complete lack of concern not only for themselves but for others 
Yeah, and that's I, I hate saying that, but it's absolutely true. Like the amount of um, COVID cases now happening since they've reopened uh, is is absolutely insane. It's terrifying, and I know that we're going back into the whole fall season. We're going to be expecting that fall spike, um, so it'll be interesting to see exactly like what that happens, especially now with the two new variants that are coming out mm. that are like all the rage. So we'll see what happens. Well, I mean. <laughs> So COVID's here. It's here to stay. It's not going away. We're not obliterating it. It's just going to, it's going to become like the flu. You know, you're going to get your, they'll probably work on boosters and you'll get a booster every year and hopefully you won't get COVID. Or if you do, hopefully it will lessen the amount that you get. But, you know, it's just, it's, it's something to now live with, you know, it's, it's just, it is what it is. And, yeah, we missed that uh, opportunity to obliterate it a long time ago, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I even mean, if that was even a possibility, I don't even know if it was. I, I don't like with, with something that mutates like that, because it, it, it was like if you go far enough back in its lineage, it, it, it originates from a SARS virus, which the SARS virus, as you know, the flu comes from the SARS virus. There's a lot of other things come from the SARS virus. You just like you, you don't get rid of it. It's it's like baby's kids and don't die. It multiplies. Um, so because of that mutation, it'll just keep mutating and mutating and mutating, and you just you'll never you'll never get rid of it. Which is funny because you think, how the hell does it survive? Like, like you think in your head, how how does how does the common cold survive? You know, does it does it just keep jumping from person to person to person to person to person? Roadhouse. I mean, yeah, roadhouse. But it's just it does it does what a virus does. Like a virus, just like anything else, it wants to survive. It wants to live. And what's like if it kills all of its hosts, it doesn't live. So it mutates so that it can survive. Well, it needs, to, it needs to mutate into something that doesn't survive, so that way we can just basically go back to somewhat normalcy on this one, or normality, rather. This is about as, like, this is the norm. No, This is what you're like going to get. I refuse. I refuse. Send it back. I Return. reject your reality, and I substitute it with my own. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, literally, that's what we got right now, man. That's We, we are, like, what we're seeing now, that's what we can look forward to from here on out. Um, I mean, the one thing that I'll say is positive, even though I'm really hoping that nobody actually looks up the science on this, because if they do, it will be thrown out the window. The one positive is that I still see a lot of people wearing masks. And anytime somebody bashes them for like, oh, they're stupid. They're wearing a, a face diaper. They, uh, I can't, can't believe they're buying into that. I'm like, no, I want them to buy into that because you know what doesn't pass through a mask? The common cold. The flu. Like, those are things that don't... All the other crap that you get, that you could just get from saliva coughing out on somebody, all of that crap can't pass through a mask. Now, unfortunately, COVID and its current strains can pass through a mask because it's so small it actually passes through that mask unless you're using an n95 it's passing through but i don't want to tell people that 
I don't care if they, I, I honestly don't care if they think they're protecting themselves from COVID because you know what they are doing? They're protecting me from the stupid other shit that they get. That is true as well. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a positive that's come from this. That's I'm still seeing a lot of people wear masks and that's a good thing. But you know, there's like when people are saying, well, you're, I don't know why you're wearing a mask. It doesn't protect you from COVID anymore. You're right. It doesn't. It stopped protecting you from COVID back, back in like Delta because it shrank down to the side that size that the, it passes through the fibers is no longer reliant on being on a, a droplet. Scary times. Yeah, it is what it is. It sucks. I but. prefer to go back to the age of like the early 2000s, please. Thank you. Oh, no. I want to go back to like, you know, the, the dark ages where all I had to worry about was the bubonic plague. I wasn't alive in the dark ages. Exactly. That's why I wouldn't have to worry whatsoever. I'm not alive. Ugh. Bam. Problem solved. Oh, and ironically, I click through and I find a game called The Plague Doctor of Whippera. Accurate. That's only $9.99. God, it's a pixel art point-and-click adventure game. God damn, they always get me with these. Well, anywho, on that note, where can people find you, man? People can find me here on the podcast. They can also find me on my Twitch channel, which I have been absolutely ignoring for a uh, better part of like three weeks now. Uh, that is the Just About Right Gaming. Just About Right, except right is spelled with a one instead of an I. And that's it. What about nice. you? Well, I am Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil vs. Games on Twitter. Cecil Xavier everywhere else. You stream Mixer, or no, not Mixer, uh, Twitch. I keep saying Mixer. I think I just got that buried into my brain. Uh, Steam, Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, all over the place. So if you can't find me there, um, Facebook. If you can't find me there, let me know. I'll, uh, I'll go there as well. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening, let other people know so they can too. You can find us on Podcast Addict, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, YourListen, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play Music, or Google Play Podcast, sorry. Um, all sorts of places. If you can't find us there, let us know. We'll upload. If you can't find us someplace, let us know. We'll upload there as well. Um we have a website www.gnapodcast.com go check it out we also have a merch store gna podcast gutter shots go check that out i got a whole bunch of cool stuff up there socks uh leggings sweatpants hoodies cups all sorts of cool stuff we got the old logo and the new logo up there so depending on which one you like better you can go check those out um yeah i think that's about it i already mentioned humble bundle back during the uh back during the our talk so I'm going to mention that again but yeah man thanks for joining in thank you for having me as well it's always a good time yeah we just gotta nail on those uh, when we're gonna play those games yeah we do absolutely we should uh, well we can we can message outside of this yeah we can alright man have a good night alright man you too peace <laughs> <laughs>